What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is... JJ Purdom. What's happening, people? We're back. We're back for another... something. I don't, know where I, was, I don't know where I was going. I was going to say back with another attack. But He's really we... good with rhyming. <laughs> apparently, he, he watched a Jay-Z video, and apparently, Garrett thinks that he's now a rap artist. I mean, I... I've I've been on, I'm I'm actually on a a rap CD. I'm featured. Really? On an album. Yes. <laughs> I, I said that in a way that made me sound like a narc there. A yes, little I bit. I've been on one of those albums before. Okay, one of the <laughs> LPs. Uh so uh, what is that about? Uh so I had a buddy in uh cuz I went to uh, Bible college in Wisconsin. Um, I had a buddy who was into doing uh, like spoken word and rap and stuff. He wrote a bunch of his yeah, own no, that's songs. Yeah, no, that's another word for nerd. No, no, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. I should I should have you listen to it sometime. It's actually a lot better than it has any right to be since oh, we recorded it out okay. of my closet. But uh, no, we had a buddy who had a lot of professional recording equipment. And uh, so we recorded this whole thing. I was actually the marketing quote-unquote marketing manager for uh for the whole thing so i did all the social media and like getting sending it to like different outlets to review and stuff um and look at years it, later and you still don't have to do any of that social media yeah. for for anything and you're not having to do any behind the scenes work at all yeah you, you right know? right <laughs> no but it uh it got to the point where like he was actually going to like different churches in the area and performing like for services wow. and stuff like people like really liked him like oh dang wow. okay this is cool and we started working on a second album that lasted about a month and then we never saw each other again and then he died from a heroin overdose <laughs> a life and times yeah that was one crazy three months <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I, i'm sorry they, they needed, they needed... so bad if your friend actually is dead actually he did he did actually, die from an overdose. actually yeah, yeah, yeah not not cool not strangely cool. right on the head yeah you touchy, hit it right on the, yeah touchy. wow um but no i was a backing vocal on one of the tracks so like we need someone in the background I'm like okay i'll i'll do it <laughs> okay so what i what i picture right now garrett is i picture you doing like beatboxing <laughs> Something no. like something like yeah, uh, no, definitely not it. You did a little like you know Bill Cosby ask. No, no, and I did nothing like Bill Cosby. Trust <laughs> me. Did you put anything <laughs> in anybody's drink? <laughs> did not put anything in anyone's drink. Okay, I promise. Have you ever eaten Jello before? I do. I do like the Jello pudding. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, how's your week been? My week has been pretty good, man. It's uh, one of those days. It's uh, Monday, the night that we're recording this. I had a really great weekend. Um, Monday was just kind of bad today. It's one of those days where you're like, is it Friday yet? And it's not Friday yet. So it's still no. Monday, but we're doing the podcast. Trust me, if it was Friday, we wouldn't be recording a podcast. No. Uh, I'd be at home playing Pass Death, out drunk. Playing Death Stranding. Oh, oh that's right. I'd be drunk on Death Stranding Maybe, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and sadly, that is exactly how Garrett gets drunk, is on Death Stranding. Yeah, it's not a joke. <laughs> I was telling JD before the show that I'm like, so I literally stayed up October 31st until midnight of, so like, you know, November 1st, because the embargo dropped on uh, the Stranding, so all the reviews were released. Um, and if you guys want to know, yes, he did have on bootied pajamas. Yes. <laughs> bootied? <laughs> yes, and they are matching with his wife. Yeah. Uh, Continue. I, I stayed up till midnight so I could 
read and watch and listen to all the reviews. I stay up to like two or three in the morning <laughs> watching all the reviews. I have a sickness. You got it like, bad, man. And now it's to the point where like all day, every day, that's all I'm thinking about. Like I will be at work. I'm like, oh man. I like something will pop in my head about the game. Like oh, I can't wait to do that. I'm so excited for that, sir. Did you get the webs down? Did you wipe the webs for the spider, sir? <laughs> You're like, Speaking can't. of webs, have you heard of Death Stranding? What? It's about connecting strands, like a web. You know what? <laughs> no, but I, I seriously think I'm sick. Like it's a little crazy. Like how much I'm like. That's all I'm thinking about. But I'm so freaking excited for this game. That's it's great. Like, I can't stop. So how are you going to, uh, how are you going to bust it out? Are we thinking like candlelight? Are we thinking like uh, all the lights turn out, but a couple of candles lit and some roses thrown around on the floor, just you and a controller, mano y mano with the, how, no. we, how are we doing this romantic? What it's, what it's going to be like is Friday at about 7.30 at twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. I'm going to be streaming it live for all you guys to see. Streaming it live? Nice. Heck yeah. Where where am I going to be here? I don't know. I asked you where you're going to be, and you said, who knows, wherever the wind blows. That's kind of like my MO, man. <laughs> That's my modus operandi. That's how I get around in life. It's just I just let the wind blow me. Uh, you know, That's kinda, why it takes you so long to get here yeah, to record the podcast. Sometimes it just, it's not <laughs> yeah. very strong, so you know I got to kind of you know get the locomotion going myself. <laughs> Um, but no, seriously, uh, you can go to twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. Uh, unfortunately the username super gamer boys without the, the, at the beginning wasn't available. So twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys and, uh, 7 30 PM, uh, Friday, November 8th day of release. I will be streaming the masterpiece that is death stranding. That's exciting. It's even more exciting than the fact that Garrett is obviously really upset about having to add the in front of Super Gamer Boys. Like, you have did, no idea. The, you, you know, when you said it right now, I felt poison coming out of you. Like, that really hurt. You're like, we had to add the to the word. It's okay. <laughs> about, Garrett, once, it's okay. about once a month, I go to Twitch because you can change your username and I'll check. I'll type in Super Gamer Boys. Nope, not available. So you're like, I almost want to message the person and be like, hey, can I... Can I have can your I name? Have, uh, I'll pay money. I'll pay any amount you want. <laughs> don't, just, please don't. <laughs> please don't say that. It's just one of those things where like you want your marketing to be consistent across everything. And it's like, that's the one thing. It's the Super Gamer Boys instead of the Super Gamer Boys. Everything else is Super Gamer Boys. Ruined it. Freaking... I, I I, you go to look at the account and they're not even active. Like they don't stream, they don't record, they don't do anything. Like it's just a you know, dead account. Oh, Sad. the super gamer boys is our Twitter. Twitch. Our Twitch. Oh man. I've been going to the wrong account for a while. Okay. That's why you've never seen me stream anything. I feel That's really how I get bad. away. That's how I get away with all the secret streams. I, I told JJ the wrong name. <laughs> I sent a lot of really inappropriate direct messages to that account. I'm sorry for the photos of, of that. Jeez. It should never be seen like that. There should have been grooming first. I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Yeah. Um, let's do a shout out real quick to our Patreon supporters. We have a Patreon producer, Matt Lou. Thank you so much, Matt, for supporting us at the top tier on our list. Uh, we're so thankful for that. Um, the help really goes a long way. And we're uh, so glad that you caught up with um, everything that's been going on in the podcast, Matt. And we know that it's been a while and that you... I heard the vicious slander that Garrett had come out with stating that you had been in prison for a while. And I just, I, I wasn't going to stand for it, man. 
So we got your back, Matt, and we appreciate your support. I won't let him slander your good name. Also, shout out to our Patreon sponsors, Bill Bird and Julie Bates. Bill, what's up, Big Bill? Bill is the man. Bill, uh, Bill offered to take me to coffee, but then for some reason he got really bad reception, and then we couldn't talk on the phone anymore. I don't know what happened, but he, but he did, he did say he was going to bring me coffee, and then of course, we could forget you, Grammy. Grammy, it feels like it's been what a week since you and I talked. Well, I talked on the podcast. You know, aimed at you, um, and I did get that restraining order. And I under, I understand. I hope you change your mind. Don't don't change your mind, please, <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> um, also, if you didn't know already, we're part of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Shout out to those guys. Remember, you can go over to Twitter, search for that, see all the cool shows. Um, I'm actually going to be. Uh, they're starting a new campaign right now where they're going to be uh spotlighting a new episode i think every week uh or not a new episode a new show uh so this week uh they are spotlighting a podcast that i don't remember the name of off the top of my head uh but uh yeah i'll be retweeting that on the super gamer boys page as well so if you follow us on twitter um you will also start seeing some of those other shows uh so this week was weekly games chat that's a good one. Uh, so Weekly Games Chat is one of our shows that features Chris, John, and Sean talking about video games. If you're a gamer and want to know what's new in the world of video games, Weekly Games Chat is for you. So, yeah, go check out Weekly Games Chat. They are the featured podcast this week. Um, yeah, we're super thankful to be part of the network. Thank you guys so much for having us. Definitely. Um, anything did else? Did I already say hi to Grammy? You did. You did okay. that. All right. Because um, <laughs> I didn't want it to get weird or anything. I think... That it's time for the nerdy nudes. It's time for the nerdy nudes. So this week we have uh, some cool stuff uh, to talk about. Um, I was going to do it a little later, but since we've already talked about my love for Death Stranding. What? You love Death, you love Death Stranding? I love it too much. I've even played it and I know I love it. <laughs> um, let's do the Death Stranding review roundup. Uh, so like I said, reviews came out last week and reviews are interestingly enough, pretty, uh, pretty polarizing on this. Um, I know, I don't know. I feel like we might've talked about it on an earlier episode and even just, you know, in person, we've talked about it. We kind of assumed that this show or this game was going to be polarizing up as far as opinions go. Like people were either going to love it or they're going to hate it. Like it's a Hideo Kojima game. And he's a very particular way of storytelling and, um, yeah, gameplay mechanics. And this is a very, he's a very unusual dude. Like, I'll, I'll say it. Like, he, he, he does, he makes games way differently than anyone else makes games. Um, but I guess I just did not expect it to be as polarizing as it ended up being. Because uh, even like Metal Gear, people can be like, I either love it or, oh, yeah, I see where it's coming from and I, I enjoyed it, but it's just not for me. Where Death Stranding is like, People are giving it 10 out of 10s, like a lot of people, five, you know, five stars, 10 out of 10, game of the year. And then there's also been a lot of people both in, you know, professional reviews as well as just, you know, I follow a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of like the big personalities in the gaming industry um, that I've been reading. And there's been a lot of people who are like, no, this is like a two out of 10 game, maybe like this is worthless piece of garbage. So it's just interesting, like how... It's not to the point where people are even like able to 
like it's either amazing or oh, I see where it's going, but not for me. It's this is either amazing or it's a pile of garbage trash, like <laughs> lighted on fire. It's like, oh man, like it's crazy to see how opposite the the, <laughs> the all the opinions are. Um, so like, yeah, GameSpot gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, Gaming Age gave it an A plus. EGM, which interestingly enough, I didn't realize they were around anymore. They used to have a magazine, uh, Electronic Gaming, Gaming Monthly, Monthly. Yeah. and I was like. Oh, I thought they like disappeared a long time ago. I didn't realize they even existed anymore, but they give it a five out of five. Uh, God is a geek gave it nine out of 10. Destructoid gave it an eight out of 10. Game Informer, seven out of 10. US Gamer, seven out of 10. IG. So this is interesting. IGN gave it a 6.8 out of 10. They did not like the game. Like they're like, it's okay, but not like they don't recommend it, which is, was interesting. But then you looked at, I was looking at like IGN, like some other countries, like IGN Italy and IGN. Uh, uh, Japan and a couple other countries, Australia, and they had given it like nine out of tens, ten out of tens. Like, <laughs> so being somebody who has looked forward to it as much as you have, and I know I, I have as well, but not to the extent that you have. You do have like kind of a, I don't want to call it a phobia, or it's not a fear, but it's you know you got an issue, you got a sickness for this game. So, <laughs> I won't deny it. <laughs> does does any of this negative stuff that you're seeing in some of these reviews affect your feelings about the game? Are you still just as excited and and know, hey, there's going to be some negative stuff that comes down with the positive? So I've read a lot of reviews, watched a lot of reviews, listened to a lot of reviews. Um, everything that I have heard so far, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think how I want to say this. I know we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but um, a lot of the things uh, and I think I was telling you this earlier, there's been a lot of things where people use the same thing in the game, whether it's a storytelling beat or a gameplay mechanic or whatever it is. And I've seen people say, this game is amazing because of ABC. And then I've seen on the other side, people say this game is garbage because of the same exact ABC. And mm. it's crazy, like how like it just, I don't know, different people interpret it different ways and connect to it in different ways um and so for the most part like i don't know there wasn't much that i was kind of like worried about listening and reading some of the reviews until uh i don't know a couple days ago it kind of hit me like oh man like one of the big things there is a big complaint about it just being slow and kind of plotting and just mm -hmm. kind of like really drawn out a little too drawn out like some people are like this could have like some of the bad reviews are like this should have been like a 10-hour game max where there's been some uh, people in some of the reviews are like, the, it takes you 10 hours just to get through like the first kind of beginning of the game, like the t chapter one tutorial <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. Um, but uh, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, um, so with that, I know last year, and I still get a lot of hate <laughs> for this, because it was around this time last year when, as you all remember, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. And I was stoked out of my mind for that my mind for that game as well. We both were. Mm -hmm. And then I jumped in. I was like, man, like this game is slow. But my biggest problem with it, not only just being slow, but I lost the plot real easy. Mm -hmm. It was somewhere like it was slow, but um, like I very quickly was like off doing side quests and stuff, got super distracted. And it got to a point where like, oh, I don't remember what the actual story was like. I, I guess I can carry on with the story missions, but 
where where was this going? Like I'd gotten so distracted and it was had slowed down so much that I lost track of what the heck the story even was. So it almost felt weird. Like I'm not going to mm-hmm. keep playing this game if I don't know what the story actually is. And the exact opposite happened with me in that I loved taking my time and exploring and getting to know these characters and getting to know the outside world as much as I got to do. As a matter of fact, I was just last week thinking, man, I should get that game back from Garrett because I really- show. You can take it home tonight if you I, want it. I really love that game and I, I just want to play it again. I'm like, And I'm like, am I ready to go back through the story? Yeah, I think so. And this mm. time- it might even just be good the whole way through. Yeah, all right. No, it could happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so with that though, the only thing that kind of gives me hope is not only is like, yeah, this game may be slow and plotting, and but I, what I've heard on the good side, people are like, yeah, it is slow. It is, you know, very drawn out. But everyone who enjoys a game has also said, but it is intentional with the story. And it's very, like, even though... Um, Maybe it's a long time before you get a story beat when you get it. Like it is rewarding and it does kind of nudge you on like, oh, I want to know more. I want to know more. I want to keep moving. Um, and then on top of that, like a lot of people have talked about like just how rewarding the, the gameplay mechanics it just are. Story aside, um, even though it sounds like it's been reduced maybe a little too, um, I don't know. It's maybe a little too reductive, but a lot of people have said like, oh, it's just a FedEx simulator game. Like you just deliver packages the whole game. People I think that, that's simplifying. Yeah, people have like really kind of, <laughs> yeah, really given it bad press because I kind of like saying that, which, you know, I, I won't know until I play it, obviously. Like it could be, it could be exactly that. Um, but the people who love it are like, yes, it's that, but there's like really the gameplay mechanics are really rewarding where um you know going across you know the country you're basically hiking across the country delivering these packages around different areas and stuff and it's not just not just you know you holding the analog stick forward and walking to and fro like it's you actually oh when you're walking over rocks you need like going up a hill or down a mountain or something you actually use the triggers to balance. And if you don't balance, you'll fall over and lose your packages. And if you lose your packages, they can get damaged. If they get too damaged, then, hmm. you know, the, the people who are receiving it get ticked off and maybe they won't join the the chiral network, it's called, which is like what you're trying to do is connecting the United Cities of America. Hmm. Um, and, uh, or if you start, if you're running down a hill too quickly and then you try to stop too fast, maybe you'll lose your balance and trip and then boom, boom, roll, you know, end over end. And so it's all about like, um, like it kind of force forces you to be slow and deliberate because if you go too fast, like you fail missions and you lose you lose out on on likes and currency and all this stuff that you need to like move on with the game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it causes you to slow down and be strategic in what you're doing, and like actually like like you actually have to like you get to decide how things are stacked up on your backpack. Like okay, I'm gonna put this package here, put this really heavy one here, and I'm gonna put two like th- three lighter ones to kind of balance it out. Like it's kind of, it is a weird, seems like a weird gameplay mechanic, but people have said like, it's actually like really rewarding and fun. So between the like rewarding and fun gameplay mechanics with, um, uh, yeah, with the just more intentional story and kind of, uh, interesting sci-fi story that it has, I'm, I'm stoked for it. So that's just what I've heard from reviews. Obviously once I play it. You guys will see it live, and I, I, I won't do a crazy deep dive on Death Stranding next week because I imagine <laughs> you guys are all sick of it. But I'm definitely going to tell you whether I'm liking it or not. Like, and I'll uh, be, and I'll be honest. Oh, like, I'm sure <laughs> there will be like 
Mmm, that was amazing. Or will it be, oh, wasn't that great? You'd be like Eeyore. I mean, if you're watching the stream, you'll get to see that reaction live. So. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, oh, I just got a text. Speaking of the stream, I have a surprise planned for the stream. Don't tell anyone. But my buddy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll be, uh, let's just say I'm going to spice up the stream a little bit. I might come in a little bit of cosplay. He's going to have a little, uh, one of those thong thingies on. <laughs> And uh, it's studded. And I think it's very classy. I mean, you're not going to obviously be dirty or anything like that. Classy. Classy. Definitely not. No, I, I might come dressed up in a little cosplay, so I'm excited. Like I said. <laughs> from the from Death Stranding, not from anything oh, else. Not from oh, anything else. Yeah, no, no, that's what I meant. Okay. <sighs> um. So, yeah, those are the reviews. Mostly, yeah, it's, it's quite the range. Anywhere from 10 to 3 out of 10 like i've seen two out of mm. 10 three out of 10 so yeah it's it's crazy um but you'll be all be able to play it yourself on uh this friday uh, he, he's really like a little kid right now i've like <laughs> seriously you said that to me earlier you said i feel like a little kid at christmas time oh yeah it's like christmas eve is every single day that's kind of how you've been acting about it lately and it's kind of <laughs> fun you've got me excited about it seeing that energy so it's, I'm it's cool so stoked out of my mind my wife is sick and tired of me talking about it <laughs> I'm at home sure um, cool. Let's get into this, some actual news here. Now that we've gone 30 minutes and not talked about nothing. Uh oh, um, Microsoft. Uh, so this headline doesn't make sense to me. Apparently maybe they had this similar thing in the past and if they did, then cool. They're bringing it back. But, uh, Microsoft revives Xbox all access program now includes next gen upgrade option. So Xbox has come out swinging trying to uh, compete with the PlayStation here, right? The last second, I feel like. Mm. Um, and uh, sorry, I'm doing a little Googling on on, on air here. Um, so what Xbox All Access is, is you pay so much a month and they are going to send you an Xbox One console. They're going to send you, they're going to hook you up with Xbox Game Pass. They're going to hook you up with Xbox Gold. Uh, so I, I think it's actually, what is it? Game Pass Ultimate. So it comes with Gold. It comes with Xbox Game Pass, PC Game Pass. <clears throat> and then they're also giving you the ability to upgrade. So <laughs> to boil this down, essentially it's a phone payment plan, but for your Xbox, which sounds amazing to me. <laughs> uh, so the, these are the different plans they have. Um, they have the... Xbox One S All Digital Edition, so that's the one that does not have a disk drive in it. Um, twenty bucks a month for twenty four months. No, it's zero percent APR, so that's a cool. Like, there's no interest on any of this, and I th think I did the math and it ends up being a little bit cheaper, even than. Um, yeah, it says save over a hundred dollars by doing this than if, like, if I was to go out to Walmart and buy an Xbox One S All Digital and two years of Game Pass Ultimate, it would cost more than this. Wow. So for 20 bucks a month, yeah, you get Xbox One S all digital, 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and then um, in 18 months, you can upgrade to the new console. <clears throat> the Xbox One S is $22.99 a month, uh, all the same things. And then for just $30.99 for two years, you can have an Xbox One X in your house with 
two years of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And then the cool limited time offer with the Xbox One X is you can upgrade to the new next-gen Xbox Scarlet in 12 months. So basically when the new Scarlet releases, you grab your Xbox One X, uh, take it to wherever the drop-off is for you know this, the console program, and they hand you an Xbox One or Xbox Scarlet, and you go home and you have the new console, and that's that. Just like, just like as if you were upgrading your phone. Like if I was upgrading my new iPhone, I'd go to the store, hand them my phone, they hand me the new one, and you're on your way. You almost can't beat this deal. This is <laughs> yeah. an incredible. Like, deal. isn't that insane? Like for like in one year, like get basically for yeah, thirty bucks a month, I'm getting all that crap. I'm saving over a hundred dollars, like than I would you know, but paying all up front, and then in a year I could be like, oh, by the way, I got the newest console too. Like. <sighs> That's so crazy to me. Like that's that sounds almost too good to be true. Um, it's really freaking tempting. Like if I if I had an extra thirty ninety nine a month, like I would one hundred percent. Why would you just for go this. for the uh, the S? Because I have the four K TV. I want to use all those four Ks. <laughs> I want to use all four of those Ks. Uh, we're we're K poor at our house. Yeah. So I don't. So this is, yeah. So for twenty bucks a month, though, you could have. Hundreds of games. Crazy. Isn't it? Is it? That, that's that's crazy. so crazy. Like, I don't know. That's that's pretty bizarre to me. So I I thought this was huge news. Um, everyone needs to go check it out. Uh, and uh, if, if you want to support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, uh, then we too can partake. And you know, it's, it's just more game. It just provides us more equipment and games to play on to give you guys more reviews you know i, I gotta tell you as somebody who's <laughs> always budget-minded garrett like the the thought of getting a, a 20 dollar a month digital system like that with the the s that's amazing if i if i wasn't already a playstation guy and had a console that i love and everything mm-hmm. if i didn't have games before that's the kind of thing to get my foot in the door yeah. oh man i'd have access to all the this you know the game pass stuff oh, yeah i think this is I mean, gonna be amazing I, I'm curious how this will do coming in the Christmas season. Like, I like. I wonder how much they're going to push it in advertising and stuff. Because I feel like they'll pa- clean up. If like they do. parents, if parents find out about this, like what twenty bucks a month, like kid can get an Xbox. Like it's huge. Like, like if I was a if I was a parent with a kid who was addicted to Fortnite, I would tell my son, like maybe a son around seven eight years old, who uh, I give v bucks as um as a um, was, as, uh, as allowance um i might tell yes. this i might tell this son hey instead of me giving you mm. so much in uh v bucks what if uh what if i did this xbox one s all all digital edition instead and you could play on that and so you don't get v bucks but we get another console for us to play on what do, you, what do you think good. what do you think of that son who's all seven right. or eight years old and um plays Fortnite all the time and I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. I think you're trying to talk to me right now. I mean, just yeah. anyone in general with a seven or eight year old son, right? Um, who plays I, Fortnite on my Switch? As a matter of fact, he's currently playing on your Switch in the other room. And I got to share with the audience one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. Uh, he pops his head back into the room after Garrett has loaned him the Switch to play in the other room while we record, and uh, my son pops his head back in the room and says, "Hey, Garrett." You have 600 V-Bucks on here, and there's this skin that's 500 V-Bucks. Can I buy it? 
are you cool? And like, Garrett's like, uh, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, oh my God, that moment just happened. My son just punked Garrett out of 500 V-Bucks. He just like got him to buy him a skin on his system. It's my account. So technically he, he bought me a skin right. with my money. Right. But no, that was, that was hilarious. Like you, JJ literally, like he was eating his dinner and he like choked. He like, like Dude, it's gagged. Unreal. Like, like did unreal. that just come out of my son's mouth? Oh yeah. Unreal. Like he does, he doesn't care. He's just like full on like, Hey, are you cool? Can I, Oh, you were good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just said, I was like, I'm never touching that trash game again anyway. So go ahead and spend it. I don't even know. I honestly, I, I was looking at that a couple weeks ago. Cause he told me, he's like, put Fortnite on your switch so I can play. So I like got it on there and then logged in and everything. And uh, I noticed I had 600 V-Bucks. I'm like, when the heck did I ever buy V-Bucks for Fortnite? Like, what the heck? I like, didn't give you some in the beginning or something. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't, I don't really know how so. it works. The yeah. only thing I can think of is maybe that I, I, I paid for one season pass one time. Maybe. Why? Maybe they gave me. It was right at the beginning. And for some reason, I thought I was all into it. And oh, I, play, okay. I played for like two or three days. And that was it. I was done with Fortnite. I'm like, mm. no, this game's trash. I'm trash. Like, we're done with Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's where I got it. Maybe I bought the more, because I think you can buy a more expensive battle pass. There's like the cheap one where you start at level one and you buy the more expensive one. You start at like I'm sure we buy the more 25 or 30. One. So that way you get a jump start. I think I might've done that thinking, oh, I'll play enough to be able to pay for the next battle pass. Never, never did. Never did it. Yeah. Never did it. Yeah. Uh, okay, next news story here. This one is actually a real news story. We've done two news stories that aren't really news stories. How about that? Yeah, they weren't really. We're doing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this one's a real news story, though. This comes from Eurogamer. Uh, Imogen Beckhelling. Uh, that's quite the name. She is uh, uh, an intern over there. Uh, according to Sony's most recent financial support, or to report, wow, I can't read. The PlayStation 4 has shipped 102.8 million units, placing it second on the list of best-selling home consoles. So the PS4 sales overtake the Wii and PS1 at the same time. Like, and so, it, the- so it was previously in uh, fourth place, and it went from fourth to second. And who's in the number one place as of right now? PlayStation 2. So number one is the PlayStation 2 came out in 2000 with a, over 155 million units. Let's just say right now, like nothing's wow. ever touching that. Like nothing will ever come close to that, I don't think. Like that's that's insane. And we were talking earlier too. The reason that is, is PlayStation 2 came out right when DVDs were getting big. They were super popular. Everyone had DVD player. DVD players were expensive. It was it was the same price or even in some cases cheaper to buy a PlayStation 2 as your DVD player than to buy an actual DVD player in a lot of cases, um, especially right at the beginning there, like in the year 2000, like DVDs were only just coming out. Like I remember, I think the first DVD we bought was Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. It had to be. That movie came out in 1999 in theaters. And I think, yeah, it came out in DVD like that next year. And then we had our, because I remember buying the PlayStation 2 at the beginning there too. Uh, within the first couple of years. And yeah, uh, boy, was that a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> a movie that you made me watch that I can't ever get back. I didn't make you. Did I? The po- the podcast did. 
Oh yeah, I guess we did do that. I totally forgot we did that review, huh? <laughs> that was a long time ago. We haven't done a review in a long time. Nope, we're gonna get mad on it. Yeah, we also haven't heard from our producer in a long time. That's why our show's going off the rails. <laughs> um, so number two spot is obviously the PlayStation Four. We were just talking about that with one hundred two point eight million. Number three, PlayStation One, one hundred two point four nine million units. Number four, the Wii. With 101.63 million units. So those are really close to each other. Mm-hmm. The Wii and the PlayStation are surprisingly close, but PlayStation just edges it out a little bit because it's better console, obviously. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> this surprised me. Number five is the PlayStation 3 at 87.4 million. Because uh, as you all kind of know, we've talked about um, the Xbox 360 killed it that generation. But then what I kind of thought about it a little more and then I was talking with JJ before the show too um, they killed it up until so let's start with 360 came out in 2005 so it came out before PlayStation 3 it got a jump start PlayStation 3 came out in 2006 the PlayStation 3 was behind pretty much like Xbox 360 was killing it until about I don't know I would say like and this is all like based off of my experience and what I remember from the time like if I'm wrong don't tell me I don't care uh, but it was about 2010, maybe more like 2011, 360 was killing it. And then I remember distinctly, cause I picked one up, the PS3 started going crazy with coming out with these slim models that were dirt cheap, right? It's a tail end there. And so from like 2011 to 2013 and even beyond, you know, they, they sold PS3 consoles until like 2014, 2015 still, um, they were just like PS3 just blew up and they were able to make a huge comeback and it was crazy. Say number five. So literally all four of the PlayStation consoles that are ever come out are all within the top five of the best selling consoles ever. Man, Sony, you're killing it. So for anyone out there who says Xbox is better, Sony's garbage, you're such a Sony pony. I can't believe you love them. Well, this is why, because they're the best. <laughs> right. You can't deny greatness. You know? Right, right. It's true. It's true, Gary. You, it's true. you can't deny it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy, though. Um, but, yeah, the biggest thing is, like, people are like, oh, is it going to overtake the PS2? <laughs> not in a million years. No, it's not, not with the PS, Not with the PS5 coming out next year. The only way I could ever see it is there was a couple months ago where Sony talked about, um, like, oh, we plan on supporting the PS4 for a few years. Like, we have such a huge and great library on there. Like, it's not going to die with the PS5. Like, they plan on supporting it for a few years afterwards, which is kind of cool. They did a similar thing with the PS2 going into the PS3. Um, the only thing I can think of is if they pull something where they come out with, like, all the super cheap slim models, similar to what they did with PS3. Um, if they come out with, like, dirt cheap slim models for, like, 150 200 bucks, and then they continue to release newer games on it, I mean, you never know. People might pick it up, like if it's on. Like I got mine, PS. My, I, I got a PS3 Slim. It's like a Black Friday deal, uh, and it, so it was the one. It was the jankiest little thing. Like it got to the point where the the reason it was so cheap is because it was literally just like cardboard with a disc drive in there. <laughs> like the disc tray, like because um, the original PS3 had the similar thing. The PS4 was a slot. Mm-hmm. Then they had the slim model, and then they had a super slim. I had the super slim, which essentially it didn't have the disc slot. It was actually a tray that you had to slide open with your hand, 
Like you, you slid it open, put the disc in and slid it shut. <laughs> and then it was like super tiny and janky and like cheap plastic. But it was Black Friday deal for like, I think it was like 125, 150 bucks. It was super cheap and came with like two or three games. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> like, this is so freaking cheap. How do you say no to a PS3 for like a hundred bucks? Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe it'll pull something like that. You never know. I thought you were saying you wanted to buy one recently that you were hoping to get a PS3. Hold of yeah. Oh yeah. I would love to get a PS3 because there's so many good games on there that, you know, you can't, you can't play on anything else. Like they're lost. There's, I mean, there's a lot of them on PlayStation now. Um, mm. <laughs> but, uh, I talked about last time that I streamed Call of Duty Modern Warfare because I was in San Diego and my PlayStation was in <laughs> Modesto. Uh, it was like two days before the end of the month, I got an email from Comcast. Hey, uh, you've almost reached your data limit cap of one terabyte. Like you're allowed one terabyte, which is like a thousand some odd gig a month. And like, yeah, you've almost reached your, your limit. If you go over too many times, we're going to start charging, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh no, like streaming, oh, wow. streaming that Especially game, far distance, like streaming that. Modern Warfare at such a high resolution that I did. And you did it for some hours on huh? For like eight or nine hours destroyed my data cap like i almost blew through my one terabyte which i mean i i I usually do that to be honest we average about five or six hundred gig a month just with streaming which (laughs) that kind of makes me sick to say like we maybe we watch a little too much tv in my household Um, (laughs) but yeah then like so it was like an like a crap ton of data streaming that game. So I'm like, oh shoot. So that's the biggest thing with PlayStation now. A lot of those PS3 games you can only stream. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. Like I really want to get PlayStation now. Now that's so cheap, like 60 bucks for a year. Mm-hmm. But it's like, eh, like I don't think my internet can handle it. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know if like we need to cut back on a lot more TV watching if I'm going to get PlayStation now. <laughs> now when you get PlayStation now though, isn't there still an option to be able to download most of the games? Only PS4 games. Okay, so the but, other ones so, you have to stream. But like like we've talked about in an earlier episode, there's over there's like over eight hundred games on PlayStation now, and I think only like a hundred, maybe a little over a hundred. I don't even, I don't even know if that much. That's I'm kind of talking out my butt there. I think it's around like a hundred or so where or PlayStation Four games, which is still quite a catalog. It's mm. quite a few games, but uh, yeah, nothing compared to um, like with Xbox Game Pass, every game you can download. So. But hopefully one day that'll change. Maybe with the PS5 that'll all change. I don't know, especially with the Xbox deals that they had there right now. The I'm looking at that twenty dollar a month thing, going that's uh, and the boy could conceivably play his Fortnite. Maybe no, one hundred percent. Yeah, you can play. You can so, play on the Xbox. Yeah, I think we're going to be talking about this in the future. Garrett, uh, yeah, do it. <laughs> okay, the last news story here. Um, this one kind of came up last minute. Um, happened over the weekend. Uh, oh, wait a second. I thought it came up last minute, but, oh yeah, November 1st. I was just like, wait, when did this news story come out? Did I miss this? No, no, <laughs> it came out Friday, so not really last minute, but um, I just missed it because over the weekend, I'm usually not listening to all my podcast and keeping up on my video game news like I am during the week. But uh, uh, Friday afternoon... Uh, came out uh, after BlizzCon. BlizzCon 2019 happened uh, starting November 1st. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, Blizzard, the company that makes World of Warcraft, Overwatch, uh, StarCraft, um, D- 
Diablo. I was trying to think. I was like, there's another game that I really like. Uh, I usually don't like their games, but Diablo is really good. Um, they do a big conference every year where they basically talk about all their cool new stuff coming out. And it's essentially like a PAX or a Comic-Con or something, but just focus on Blizzard games. Um, right at the beginning of the ceremony, when they were popping off, you know, getting everything kicked off and started, um, their uh, yeah, Blizzard president, J. Allen Brack, appeared at the event to talk about the ongoing um, Hong Kong Blitzchung controversy. Um, he said in a statement uh, in front of live, in front of everyone, like on stage, he says, we moved too quickly in our decision. And then to make matters worse, we were too slow to talk with all of you, Brack said. We didn't live up to the high standards we set for ourselves. We failed in our purpose. I'm sorry, and I accept accountability. What exactly is our purpose? BlizzCon is demonstrating it as we speak. We aspire to bring the world together in epic entertainment. I truly believe in the positive power of video games. When we get it right, we create a common ground where the community comes together to compete, connect, and play, irrespective of the things that divide us. BlizzCon has people from 59 countries all around the world at the show today. That is amazing. That is the positive power of video games, to transcend divisions around us. We will do better going forward, but our actions are going to matter more than any of these words. As you walk around this weekend, I hope it's clear how committed we are to people expressing themselves. We've seen many of you expressing yourselves this morning. Today, you're going to see a lot of the hard work of the Blizzard team. I'm personally so proud of what we are building, and I hope you love it too. Thank you for joining us. Blizzard's a great company, but I got to tell you what, what that man just said. I uh, I come from a long line of bullcrappers, okay, <laughs> that are quite adept at stringing words together and coming up with these yarns, okay? When I hear this guy flapping his gums like this, I'm just reading bullcrap, bullcrap. The, uh, the alarm's going off like crazy, dude. He's... He's just throwing a bunch of words out there. There's not a lot of substance. No, it's total. It's total fluff. And not once in the statement did did he actually acknowledge what they're apologizing for. No. Uh, people are gamers are more pissed off now than they were before. Like they were already pissed, and then for him to come out and basically do this and not actually acknowledge like what they did wrong. Like he's like, oh, I apologize for. For I think, or I'm trying to think, where was it? He said something about, I think he does mention like a Hong Kong controversy, he calls it, or something. I don't know. It, I don't even think he said that much. He said something that was very, very like, wow, you do not even want to touch, like, why won't you say what you did? Like, yeah. everybody deserves the right to be able to do wrong and then apologize, to come forward and say, hey, you know what? I made a mistake. Everybody should be able to do that. What he did was he came forward with uh, what the company speak was and said what is obviously not a natural thing to say. The words that he was using, those are words that somebody told him that he needs to say. All about inclusiveness and everything else. He's that, he's towing yeah. a PR line is what it is. That's the other thing I want to touch on too is this apology, and I'm doing quotes for you non-video listeners, um, quote-unquote apology there uh, about... 
a quarter of the way through it, it turns into him just tooting his own horn about how amazing Blizzard is. Yeah, I'm like, how many people are there? How many people are there <laughs> and all the cool games they're making. And yeah. I can't wait for you to see all the Isn't cool stuff awesome? and we're working. So I'm like, wow, you couldn't even get through the apology. You couldn't even actually apologize. And then your quote unquote yeah. apology just turned into you just yeah. like, ah, we're so awesome. We're Blizzard. Like, that, check, come dude, check us out. That's like, a true chameleon oh, right there. Oh, that's, man, I can't That's well played. It. Sometimes I have to do that when you give me BS to work with. I got to do the same thing. Just kind of throw out all the right, the baby right. with the bathwater, you know, and I got to work with whatever, you, you know, Play-Doh <laughs> you're giving me to play with. Yeah, so... Yeah, people are more pissed than ever. People are still, you know, hashtag boycott Blizzard. And honestly, myself, like, I'm, I don't know. I this is this is frustrating. This kind of angers me a little bit too. Like, not that I have any attachment to Blizzard, but like, really, like you couldn't you couldn't do this one thing. Like, yeah. all you had to say was just like, we're sorry for uh, suspending Blitzchung. We're sorry for suspending the commentators. We are sorry for. Um, you know, actually acknowledging like, hey, like this is a this is an issue of rights and freedom of speech that you blocked from this person. Um, like no acknowledgement for any of that. It was straight up just like, yeah, we're we're we we feel sorry about something. I don't know. And then yeah, just to like gloat. I'm like, okay. So yeah, that's uh that's what happened over the weekend. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, um I don't. I think that World of Warcraft is such a popular game, and some of the other games are as well. But yeah, they're huge. But every one of World of Warcraft is so huge. Is it going to affect their bottom dollar? I don't think so. No, not I, at all. I don't think that the people who are into it and that are diehard fans, this is just going to blow over. You know. Yeah. Let's no, try to. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. The video game fans are they are extremely volatile and explosive but with both of the you know when you light gasoline on fire or when an explosion goes off like it burns off and it's there's nothing ve- left. <laughs> it happens very quickly and then it's yeah. like oh that, that was it that was it like, oh, it was real good. big and real yeah. horrible and then it's like yeah. oh it's now it's, it's gone now yep. yeah <laughs> so i'm sure that's what's going to happen unfortunately it, seriously unfortunately because uh, i th- really think they should um you know actually apologize for what they did and even like and yeah show us like prove to us that you really mean that like from here on out like i don't know like i'm not saying like have people come up like (laughs) they shouldn't have had people come up on stage like you know like okay say say free hong kong or something like that like on video i don't know like you know making it like cheesy and generic and almost like forced but i definitely feel like yeah like over the next few years with like just with tournaments and gameplay and stuff like that like really it's like like i mentioned it's wasn't even just like the hong kong issue it was like letting people voice their opinions in a way that you know is respectable to the game and the environment that they're in but yeah not being so quick to just shut it down like no none of that you can't talk about your opinions especially if it hurts us like that's where i don't know that's that's where the real trouble was with this whole incident so yeah. we'll, we'll see we will see in the months to come um, but in, in other news, I didn't pull an article for this. Wait, there's more? I didn't pull an article because there's not really much more news, but uh, Diablo 4 got announced, uh, Overwatch 2 got announced, and I think a new expansion for World of Warcraft. But It's no, just BlizzCon. No, no one cares about World of Warcraft. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't no, want to be I, anywhere near that statement because there are a lot of World <laughs> Warcraft loving people. I I'm super stoked about Diablo 4. I should show you the trailer after the podcast. I'll show you the trailer. It okay. looks insane. Like. I am super stoked. It looks so dark and so like 
just crazy. Looks super good. Go check out the Diablo 4 trailer and don't watch it with kids around. No. Uh, super violent and gory. <laughs> uh, cool. What do you say we get into some new releases? All right. Uh, so last week uh, we had on October 31st, Luigi's Mansion 3. Uh, I mentioned that last episode, but uh, I didn't get a chance to play it just because I think I mentioned last time. Budget-wise, it just wasn't there, but it's getting really good reviews. Like, and it looks amazing. It looks amazing. I just saw some YouTube videos of it over the weekend. It just it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like super fun game, and yeah, everything I've been seeing on Twitter and different reviews, people are like, this is, like, I highly recommend this. Like, on Twitter, mm. people are like, 10 out of 10. Like, go get wow. this game. Like, it's a fun game to play solo. It has some multiplayer mode. They're like, it's great for families. Like, get all your kids together, so... I might need to pick it up uh, maybe in a couple months, maybe for Christmas or something. Uh, we also had Just Dance 2020 came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, Stadia, and uh, get this, the Wii. The Wii, really? So it's it's this running, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a, I feel like it's a joke at this point because this is a Ubisoft game. I almost feel like it's just a joke because, I mean, it originated on the Wii. It was originally came out on the Wii. That was the first console Just Dance ever came out on. And they have every, every release of Just Dance has has been on Wii. (laughs) And so it's almost like in my head, it's almost like become a joke. Like Ubisoft only does it because it's funny and ridiculous because no, no one comes out with Wii games because that's a. That was two generations ago. Like, that. And if they're still doing it, that means somebody is still purchasing the disc. One hundred percent. That's the craziest thing that's, I've ever. That's heard. the even crazier part. <laughs> Not only is it like a fun joke that they're willing to like spend a bunch of money on, but there's, you know, there's, I'm sure there's people <laughs> paying for it too. So it's like, have you ever played any of those games before? I've I I haven't. No, I've never played a Just Dance game. So my wife and I, when we first got married, we used to go and watch movies in the beginning. And they're always at the theater. They would have the uh, this Dance Dance Revolution game. Mm. I don't know if you ever yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, Dance Dance Revolution. It, if, you, if you haven't seen Dance Dance Revolution, then you've been living under a rock your whole life. So you actually stand on a pad that you're stomping every time the light goes, whether it's in front of you or to the sides of you or behind you. So my wife would be, you know, slapping her feet on the on the mat with the music and it gets really, really fast and you're just, you're slapping your feet all over the place, jumping up and down. And she'd be like, oh, do you want to do it? I'm like, oh gosh, no. That looks like cardio. <laughs> I don't do cardio. That's not for me. <laughs> yeah, but no, she loved that. She loved that game. I know that has nothing to do with Just Dance. but I think it's similar, but instead of using a foot pad, it just follows your, your motions. Mm. Like with the Wii, like it used the Wii mode, obviously, and it would detect where your arms were and hands were going. And same thing with the Switch. I think it's able to detect kind of how your hands are moving and stuff, and you got to kind of keep mimic their movements on the screen. Well, if you get it on Wii, I have a Wii, and we could play it together, and we'll actually do that too. on the show. That's right. You gave me one of your, but That's it doesn't right. have any controllers and doesn't have any games. I didn't say <laughs> so I was going to give you everything. It I just sits in a box because it's literally just the console. I don't even think it has a power cord. I'm like, cool, JJ. Thanks for I giving me. I gave you a power cord. Don't. I gave you a power cord. There was a power cord. That's debatable. Um, it could have been a power cord. Uh, that came out on November 5th. Uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 came out on Switch on November 5th. I am weirdly excited about this game. <laughs> I had Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Was it? Oh. What year was it? Shoot, where were they? Beijing. Was it Beijing? Or was it even before that? 2016? 2008. I think it was, yeah, it was too, because it was on the Wii. It was a Wii game. 
And I, we, as a family, like we love that game so stinking much. Like we had so much fun. Like a lot of people hate on it. I'm like, no, it was a freaking good game on the Wii. Like, like doing the javelin throw and shot put and this, there's like swimming, long jump, high jump, all this stuff. So when I saw that they were coming out Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 on Switch, I'm like, heck yeah, I need to pick that up. So that's the one that's on my wish list for sure. As soon as I get a some extra budget i'm picking that up because that's like such a fun party game like it's mm-hmm. easy like you can just hand a controller to anyone and it's easy to pick up every anyone can figure it out it's like oh you throw a javelin like this like you just you know <laughs> move your arm like it's really easy so i'm excited for that, that one, bowling one takes a lot of skill just so you know there's a lot of skill involved no, 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 no. when you're we bowling um and then the final release uh, of worth mentioning here is red dead redemption 2 comes out on pc on November 5th. So all you PC players out there finally get to play Red Dead Redemption 2, JJ's game of the year last year because he's sick in the head and didn't play God of War. Oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. It's still a beautiful game. In fact, I'm stealing it tonight as I, as I leave the studio. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is amazing. Um, the game is the game of the year, and it'll, it'll be uh, this year's game of the year as well. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, first time not. it's ever happened two years in a row two years in a row i mean technically it is releasing on pc for the first time so could it, it, i feel like it could technically win game of the year yeah. not, maybe not overall game of the year but it could, it could win pc game of the year have you seen any of the renderings of what it's looking like on pc because actually it probably will get game of the year oh again. yeah oh, I, because it looks incredible i i can't imagine what it's gonna look like on pc it'll probably be insane so i looked up some of the frame rates of what it would look like on pc versus the playstation do 4. you know what that word means no, but it sounded good coming out of my mouth. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> but but no, I did I did watch the difference between PS4 and okay. and the PC, several different versions of it to see where it was at. Mm. The quality is so amazing on PC. And I'm not a PC guy in any way. I don't know if that's a game you could pick up on PC or not. I mean, it is something I could pick up. I probably won't since we have that copy. You be well, you're not anymore cuz I'm taking that one. I don't uh, think okay. I think you thought I was trying to be humorous. No, I, I was mean, actually you can, warning you. You can, you can borrow it. it. You can borrow it. Uh, law's kind of <laughs> iffy on the borrowing thing. I, I might never give it back. I'm just saying. I mean. I'm surprised you got it back for me eventually. I mean, <laughs> eventually. that counts for something, and then I I come get it back again, you know? I know. You're trying to borrow uh, my Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready yet. I, <laughs> I haven't gotten all the gameplay I want to out of it, because I know as soon as I give it to you, I may mm. not ever see it again. And then it'll come back with jelly on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I eat jelly I don't know how the jelly got onto the onto the thing yeah. uh, cool What you been playing? You know what? I actually have been playing some stuff this week, Garrett. I got to... Yes! Thank you! You can continue. I know. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got to play uh, on the Wii, as a matter of fact. We played Super Mario World on the Wii and just had... Uh, I think it's just Super Mario Brothers. And a lot of fun. Uh, we like playing together. And the great part about it when I'm playing with my son is that I get really frustrated when uh, he jumps up in the air and lands on top of me and kills me constantly. And then he swears that he's not doing it on purpose. I think he's doing it on purpose. I think he's vindictive. A little bit. 
Maybe. Maybe, maybe a little maybe. bit, yeah. No, that, <laughs> the game's so much fun. I don't know if you ever played it or not. But uh, You're talking about New Super Mario Brothers Wii? Yes. Yes, I played that on the Wii, and that was one of my favorite games on there. It's so it's, good. It's spectacular, and it still I, stands out have, as a great uh, game. They have the sequel to that, uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii U Deluxe. That's quite a name, huh? Mm-hmm. It, originally mm-hmm. came, it originally came out on the Wii U, but they remastered it for the Switch. Hmm. And I really want to pick that up because it's supposed to be like I love the, the Wii version. I, yeah. I was like, oh man, I've heard it's really good and on this on the Wii U, and I heard it's even better on the Switch because they upgraded and added things. So yeah, yeah it's definitely a game. Yeah, it's such a great that's such game. a good game. Cool. So that's it. Just got to play quite a bit of that, and that was the only I did put on Last of Us. <laughs> oh yeah, you were telling me something about that. So I put Last there. of Go Us ahead. on. I put Last of Us on. I decided, <clears throat> okay, I've got some free time. I'm gonna put the game on. And I'm just going to play Last of Us, and I'm just going to pick up wherever I last played. And I turned it on, and I walked three feet, and then I got a phone call. And so I stopped, and I got up, phone call, wife was coming home, need you to come out and get sleeping babies out of the car. And I'm like, okay. Oh, wow. I, I literally walked three feet and got that phone call and stopped. So I, I looked at the screen, and I was like, I'm coming back for you. I'm coming back for you. And and it was almost like it was laughing at me and saying, like, you're not coming back. You're not coming back. And it just, I never made it, it back. The console just puts itself to sleep like, no, he's not it coming did. back. I walked past and I swear I looked at the at the title screen a couple of different times and I'm like, I still might be able to. I, I, there's still a chance. But and it just PlayStation didn't. just goes beep, beep, beep. And then just goes to sleep. Like, and just goes, yeah. And there's been the sad moment. My shoulders just go in. <laughs> but you were telling me also about... Uh, realizing like the look of it and the feel oh, and stuff. That was in the in the one moment that I put that on to play mm-hmm. was I saw that the it's so weird to say this because I love this game so much. But I was looking at the animation and I was saying to myself, wow. The frame rates he he might say. I yeah, I say frame rates to everything because that's what I understand, even though I don't understand it. Uh I just I looked at it and I'm like, wow, it it doesn't age so well. Like it just looks like kind of crappy. It's <laughs> the game is amazing. The game is amazing, but given where everything is now, it looks very old. Mm. Like it looks very old, and yeah. I, I've never thought that about about that game before. Interesting. So yeah, yeah. I I don't think I've turned it on since. Yeah, I played it on PS3. I beat it on PS3. Uh, I bought it on PS4, the remastered version. I don't think I ever actually downloaded it. I bought it. Just because it was on sale. And I'm like, this is a good game. I want to support it. So I bought it and that was it. It was the free game last month. Yeah, it was a free game last month, which uh, you guys probably missed it. Yeah, I think. No, it it probably should still be available because all the new games will go on the second, which thanks for reminding me. This is, this will go back into new releases here. How about that? (laughs) Because I'm a dummy and didn't put it in the thing. So it's coming out. Uh well yesterday when you guys hear this tomorrow is a, so Tuesday Tuesday the fifth the new November free games are we're finding out for the first time right now on uh, uh, while we're while we're well, recording I, I, I am yeah I looked it up before but I just forgot what it was uh Neo and Outlast two I wish Outlast two came out a little earlier because that would have been great for spooky gamer boys that would have been good that's supposed to be a really good horror, yeah, horror yeah, game like that super really good. super scary game I know nothing about Neo Neo scored a nine out of ten on GameSpot uh it's supposed to be oh that's the one that's like similar to like Dark Souls it's supposed to be a really hard game 
Mm. Like it's it's it's. You know, I'm gonna love that. It's like where you just like die over and over and over again until you, it, it's all about like learning, basically how to to dodge these you know mm-hmm. the creatures and bosses you're fighting and stuff. Um, and then uh, Xbox games with gold for uh, for November are Sherlock Holmes, uh, The Devil's Daughter from November first to the thirtieth, uh, The Final Station. And then Star Wars Jedi Starfighter and then Joyride Turbo. Man, Xbox. I don't know why people like that console so much. It's because of the deals, like the $20 for the uh, the S model. I guess. Like those are horrible games. Those are really bad games. Well, that's the reason why we're PlayStation guys. I'm sorry, guys. for that very reason. I mean, I guess guess that's why you, you just get Game Pass, but it's like, I don't know. But what do you really get, though, if you're not getting any great... Storied games. If you're not getting any Uncharted's and Red Dead Redemption, true story. I mean, I guess Red Dead. True story. On there. Um. Cool. Is that everything you? Yep. That's I played nothing. Nothing else. So I played a couple things. First thing I played. I know last week I said I hadn't really played any multiplayer on Call of Duty because I didn't really have time to. I spent all my time beating the campaign, which I did uh, because I'm not a fake gamer. Um, so I jumped into pretty much that night that I think that we recorded, uh, I jumped into the multiplayer and dude, I was freaking addicted to it. Really? Is that good? Like I, you guys all, if you, if you guys have watched our show for any amount of time, you know, I'm not a multiplayer gamer generally. And especially I make fun of Call of Duty. Yes. Not only did was this campaign like incredible, I talked about last week, might be in my top five game of the year contenders, but then wow. multiplayer, I jumped in there, I'm like, holy smokes, this multiplayer is insane. Like it's so freaking good. Wow. <laughs> like I could not stop playing it. I stayed up uh, prior to one or two in the morning, like every night last week playing Call of Duty multiplayer. That explains why you kept calling me and saying, JJ, I need you to help me do my route today. JJ, I need your help. Yeah, because I was tired. Real tired. Man, and you'd nap in the car, and I thought, like, maybe he's getting sick. Maybe I need to go give him blood or something. No. No, I was just staying up super late playing multiplayer on Call of Duty. Um, I was worried you had the syphilis. No, don't have that. Um, you might want to get checked. The, We've uh, been in close proximity for a little while now. Geez. You can so get the, it. So the 2v2 game mode, <laughs> the 2v2 game mode um, is amazing. Like I know I raved about it because I played the beta back before the game came out. I loved it then. Still love it now. They've added more maps. I love just because it's like, yeah, 2v2. So it's not very big teams. And then they give you these super tiny maps where it like forces you, you hide it forces you to fight. <laughs> yeah. And then even if you do manage to hide, like maybe you just manage to avoid the people like run around in a circle and kind of avoid them for a little bit. Um, after I think a minute, all of a sudden boom, alarm goes off and it says you have 30 seconds of overtime. You have to get to the flag within 30 seconds or it's a draw. And there's a flag in the dead center of the map. So it, now it becomes like, so for a minute, the only way you can win is by killing the other team. Then after uh-huh. that minute, then it's like, nope, the only way to win now is either by killing the other team or grabbing that whoever grabs that flag first. 
And so instantly everyone's sprinting to the center trying to grab that flag and it's just like throwing grenades. Well, what's cool too with the 2v2 mode is you never know what guns you're gonna get. It's a totally random loadout every time. So like the first time it's like, I have a, a shotgun as my primary and a pistol as my secondary. And then the next time, oh, I have like a huge 50 caliber sniper rifle on this tiny map, so it's really hard to use. <laughs> uh, and then like maybe grenades or C4. And then the next one is like, oh no, you got a, just a throwing knife in your fist. Like go for oh. it. You, you have one knife to throw and then the rest of it, you just got to like punch him to death or whatever. Oh, it's like, no. So it's really cool that way too because you never know what gun you're going to get. You never know what you're going to be doing. Um, I'm in love with 2v2 mode. And then the other mode I've fallen in love with is the the team deathmatch. Uh, I forget what the, how big the teams are. It's just the basic team deathmatch though. So I think it's like what, eight eight people on each team or maybe six people on each team. Uh, so it's a lot bigger maps. Um, and they're they're typically maps from like the game, from the campaign and stuff. And man, it's so much fun like being on a team, running around like through like the caves in this one area or uh, through like uh, this area in London. Like that's one of the maps is like the city city area in London where like the beginning of the game takes place. And All right. I know I said that you could keep it for a little longer, but I think you're going to have to give it to yeah, me. It's freaking good. Like the multiplayer is just like, it's so much fun. I've even gotten to the point because I'm bad at it. That's the other reason I hate multiplayer because I'm bad at it. <laughs> I have had multiple games where my kill to death ratio has been positive, meaning I've killed more people than I was, was killed, which is usually not the case. Usually it's like I got two kills and I've died 20 times, but I've actually had positive KDA, which means, you know, tons of kills. And I've actually been in, in the top one or two on my team most of the time I'm playing. Like I'm wow. getting like the most kills too. I'm like, I'm really freaking good at this game. Like, you I don't accidentally know. put yourself into the eight to 10 year old category. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's You're playing the, with all eight and 10 year old kids. That's the other crazy thing though, too. It has cross play. So, um, Oh, this is completely open crossplay as well. So, like when you're playing, it has everyone's usernames, and then beside it, it shows you what platform they're playing on. If they're on a console, it has a little picture of a controller, and if they're on PC, it has a little like mouse and keyboard. And technically, PC players have an advantage. Like you can be way more accurate and way quicker with a mouse and keyboard because all you have to do is point and click. Where uh, with a controller, you have to like push the analog stick and move, and then you can aim. Um, and like I'm, you know, I'm clowning out like PC players and stuff. I'm like I'm pretty dang good at this game like i'm i'm feeling pretty high about this whole thing i'm feeling pretty cool so <laughs> a little, nice. little too big for my britches maybe but kind of what it sounds like uh but i'm i'm having a blast so i highly recommend it and i think i mentioned last week i think because there's cross play go get the game and hit me up on social media get us at our twitter instagram facebook literally anywhere on our website you can email us uh because i would love to play with some people from you know who listen because uh, it would be awesome he, to be able to talk about how he got beat by one of our listeners. That yeah, would be even that, better. That would be JJ would love that. I would love that like a lot. Uh, and then the second thing, unfortunately, I feel kind of bad about this because last week I'm like, oh, the Outer Worlds came out the same day as Modern Warfare. I'm going to play some and then be ready to talk about it next week. Uh, I was only able to get about an hour into it, uh, so not a ton of gameplay game time into it just because between playing Call of Duty multiplayer and then we just had a busy weekend. Too. What did you play it on? PC. Oh, Cause okay. I have the PC game pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the first hour and honestly it's not really grabbing me, hmm. uh, which is kind of a bummer. I feel like if the only reason I would continue to play it is if I was really longing just for that, 
uh, nostalgia trip looking for that game that's similar to um like well it's obsidian who made it so they're the ones who made fallout new vegas back on the ps3 and xbox 360 so if i was wanting to fix like that you know a more sci-fi futuristic version of that game a uh, space version of that game then i would i would play that but i i actually already have i have a uh, i have fallout new vegas like on my pc like it was on sale for like five bucks one time on good old games uh and i think i got it for like five or ten bucks so it's like, oh, if I want to get that fixed, I'll just play the game. Like, why I don't need to play Outer Worlds. Like, Outer Worlds, at least in that first hour, didn't do anything new that really hooked me. I was like, oh, this is fun and exciting. Even the story was just kind of like, okay, I don't really, I don't know. It didn't, it just didn't grab me. Because, you know, I love story. Like, it's my big thing. So the story was just like, eh, I'm not interested to find out where this goes. Um, where, you know, that's what we love so much about our PlayStation exclusives is like, the story grabs you so hard and you're just like, shoot, okay, yeah, I'm in. I want to know where the heck this is taking me. Like, this is quite quite the ride. So, mm. yeah, so I played the first hour. I, I do really want to give it a try again. There's still a few, a couple days left before Death Stranding. Maybe I'll give it a shot. I do want to um, believe in you, Garrett. I want to I want to take what you're saying with a grain of salt. And the problem is you didn't think that Red Dead Redemption was a very good game. So it's hard for me to like... That's a different reason. Like I said earlier, I, I, I lost the plot in Red Dead. I didn't think the plot was bad. I just lost it. I, I do remember enjoying what I got, and then when I hmm. got, you know, off on a detour and I couldn't figure out how to come back around, I was just like, you know, I'm done. And there's other games that were coming out. I'm like, I've taken too long on this. <laughs> but there's no part of you that um, that looks at like that game uh, sitting on the shelf, lovingly and beautiful, perfect as it is. Uh, there's no part of you that looks at that and says, man, I should give that another try. I should play no, that, I, you know. I honestly think that probably once or twice a week. Oh, I, okay. I want to give it a shot. I want to I want to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just now is not the season. No, especially there's not way red, too many games. like Death Stranding season, right? Pretty much since summer, like there's just way too much coming out every month. Mm-hmm. So maybe come January, February when there's nothing. I'll jump in there, try it again if I after I beat Death Stranding and everything. But until then, it's like there's way too much going on that from this year that I want to play before I play a you know year old game. I want to I want to commend you because I'm so happy that I heard you say a moment ago when I beat Death Stranding. So you're going into it like a champ. No, 100. percent I am. You're already you're already sure you're, I, you're sure you're gonna win. I have I have to beat it. I mean, I, okay. at this at this moment, I want to beat it. Sure. But even if I hate the game, I have to beat it. Okay, because you're bound by some kind of code. No, no I'm bound by all of our listeners and you because you all give me <laughs> crap for never finishing games. And I've been talking this game up for the last three, four years that we've known about it. Oh, yeah, you can't give up. I can't can not know. play it now. No. So even if I if I, I think it's a worthless piece of garbage, like I gotta beat it. You gotta run and gun. Yeah, if, if the I game just gotta sucks, go for you it. I'll just drop the difficulty. It. I think there's a cinematic difficulty, so I'll just put on cinematic mode and I'll just run and gun and just play baby baby mode on there. You know, not there's anything wrong with that. I'm just no, saying, not at all. So yeah, I forget what we were talking about. Oh, Red Dead, <laughs> Outer Worlds. We we're talking about Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Right. Yeah. Um, so at this point, I'm not super in love with it. Uh, my buddy Isaac said he was playing it. I think he beat it in like two days. Like he blew through. I don't Whoa. know how. Because I've heard, I'm like, I've heard it's not a huge game, but 
the average time I've heard is like 20 to 30 hours. He's like, oh, yeah, I beat it in a couple of days. I'm like, oh, man, you need to slow down on the gaming maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. But uh, um, he he wasn't too hot on it either. Like he beat it and he's just like, it was fun. But the world's not very big, I've heard, compared to like Fallout New Vegas, which is what, a 10-year-old game. It came out like forever ago. Um, it's not nearly as big as Fallout New Vegas, so it's like a really small, compact kind of world. Uh, the story was okay. He said, like, there's nothing. He's like, there's, uh, and, and then there's another thing where like there's missions he wanted to go back to and touch on. And then it's like, oh no, sorry, you can't, you know, you can't, you can't do that stuff. Like they lock you out of stuff at a certain points. I'm like, oh, that's a weird decision. Like it's, so it's not like a true open world. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe one day I'll touch it. Like I said, I have a couple more days before Death Stranding, but at this point I'm just kind of like, eh. I'm not hearing great things about it. Everyone's just kind of so-so about it. But, yeah. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what, Garrett. If I were to go to our store, you could buy 8 by 10 posters of my and Garrett's face right now on superstore.com slash gamerboys. I don't know where you were going with that. That was totally out of left field. And uh, unfortunately, we don't have posters. You need to stop pitching stuff. We don't because, have posters. Because I can't I can't keep up with all of your requests. Why don't we have posters? I don't have all the time in the world to make things for our shop. You have nothing but time. I have a full-time job plus this part-time job plus, plus a child just Here. turned two. You throw a little bit terrible of meat twos, on the center right? of the floor and just put like concrete blocks around them and put like raw meat on the center of the floor he'll be fine he'll be fine okay i've so. never lost one yet i've got three of them they're <laughs> they're all pretty much okay uh no i think what jj was hinting as he's wanting to wrap up the show oh was that what it no i just wanted people to go to our patreon.com now now the patreon slash <laughs> Well, you need to slow down. You need to slow down here. You need to stop well, reading my notes. Wanted, I'm going to turn the brightness down no, on my screen so you stop reading problem. my notes. I got confused. You started reading my notes not realizing I might have had other things planned. But. Oh, well, no, no. We Okay, let's... You do it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. We're so Are grateful for all Are you not ready? Am I guys. cutting you off? Am I trying to close it down? Do we have like another 15, 20 minutes of the show? That, Maybe we did, but not. you'll never know. No, stop. You'll never know. Back up. We can, It'll be in the deleted scenes. Oh, we'll, nice. we'll release it later. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening, downloading, watching. Um, yeah, we really couldn't, we wouldn't and couldn't do this thing without you guys. Like, we, we have to have listeners. Yeah, we, if we works. didn't have listeners, we wouldn't do it. And right. you guys are awesome for supporting us just by downloading and listening and watching on YouTube. And then uh, also, you know, all you Patreon supporters, you guys are awesome. Definitely. If, if you want to get a shout out on the show, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can support us there uh, at that producer level, get the shout outs or the sponsor level as well. Um, at the producer level, uh, we haven't talked about it in a few weeks, kind of the ins and outs of what, the, what that means, but um, you can get the show notes early, which allows you to be able to see what we're going to talk about. And then if you want to give your own commentary and comments and concerns, you can do that. It's all it's just a Google Doc, so you just click on the link, go in there, let, let us know your opinion. We'll read it on the show. We'll discuss it. Um, on top of that, you also get the shout out on the show as a Patreon producer. And then you also have the ability to pitch a segment for the show. Uh, 
months ago, we did a, a review segment called Losing Reviews because it was from Matt Lou. Get it? Losing Reviews. Um, where he, he made us watch terrible movies and review them. Horrible movies. Um, we did, what, three or four? Uh, it was actually yeah. a lot of fun. It was really good. I hope he gets us a list sometime soon for us to do more. We watched Con Air. And that one was good. Movies that amazing. one was actually good. Uh, but Mortal Kombat was, oh boy. Not good. Not good. Um, so, yeah, go over there. We have that Patreon producer tier. And uh, you get some cool stuff uh, for 15 bucks a month. And you get our eternal uh, gratitude because that just... It really, really keeps it things moving along here with keeping, helps. keeping the mics on, lights on, camera rolling, and uh, the jokes flowing from JJ's lips. It gets the trains down the track. You know what I'm talking about? It's the trains, you know, yeah. it gets us rolling yeah. down the uh, track there. You can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, uh, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, Facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, before I get into our personal Twitters, we don't have any. We haven't gotten listener questions in a long time, uh, and we, the reason we haven't done a question of the show for a while because we're out of listener questions. Mm. So, if you guys could please go to any of those social media accounts or our website, there's a contact us tab. Send us a question. Send us a bunch of questions. Send us questions about uh, relationship advice. You can send us questions about video game advice. Send us questions about dinner advice. Uh, whatever you need advice or help with, or you want us, or of some quandary you want us to ponder o- o- about, uh, send it over there because we need, uh, more cool stuff to do on the show than just talk about the news and what we played. That's only exciting for so long. Folks, I am, uh, I'm part sage on my mother's side, so I'm very good at giving like sage advice. Yes. So if you have any, uh. Sage is a spice, right? It is a spice as well, and that's, that's what it's, I thought. we're it's kind of similar to Latino, you know. We're we're very spicy. Okay, pretty sure. Carry Not, on, carry okay. on. Let's move so on. So, what I was trying to say here before I was rudely interrupted by my co-host, uh, the captain, uh, is what was I talking about again? No idea. You didn't get to any point. You just said you're giving sage advice. I don't know why. I just want to eat sage now. I'm at Twitter at G Morlang. JJ's on Twitter at JJ Purdom. Thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. You can check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics, Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. And that is the end of our show. Oh, it was about advice. When you need advice, reach out to us. We're pretty good at giving advice. <laughs> Thank you for that, JJ. I thought that was going to rhyme. When you need advice, if you've got don't, advice, don't think, <laughs> if you need advice, don't think twice. Give us a call. Like that's what I was hoping for, something like that. And instead, you came out with, "If you need advice, let us know. We can help. We can help sometimes." <laughs> I expected greater things from you. Like, if you need advice, the time change has thoroughly screwed me up. I am very tired. The we gained an hour of sleep. Yeah, I should not have slept that extra hour. Let me tell you. Well, I didn't get an extra hour of sleep because uh, my kid is still young enough to not understand what time change is. So he was up at just an hour earlier now. I'm like, what the heck, kid? Nice. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. We did it. We survived. We survived. Right on. All right, folks. Wait, I'm wait, JJ. Wait, 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 wait. That's normally what we do, Garrett. Right at the end, we'd, we'd wrap it up into a pretty bow. Not this time. Oh, man. We need to know. We need to let people know before we signed off. 
How many days until Death Stranding? <laughs> Are you ready for this? Three okay. days, two hours, 44 minutes, and two seconds. Okay, you can carry on. Folks, I'm JJ. He's Garrett. We are the Super Gamer Boys. And we'll catch you on the Death Stranding. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.